press in deeper right now. Get your miracle. Let go of your hand. Let go of your hand. Just stay in the flow, stay in the flow. I love, I love. Just tell him now, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Right now, just get your mind off of all the things that you've been thinking about and worried about worries of this coming week father we haven't come here to seek for our good but we've come to seek you and to know you and seek that river that is everlasting that feels and fulfills all of our needs we put our eyes upon you the author and the finisher of our faith we put our eyes upon the God that cannot fail that will not fail that you stand behind your word that not one of its promises not be fulfilled in our lives we praise you for your living word that is alive within our souls our hearts and our minds thank you that you're quickening us tonight at this moment that there is a unity as one right now with you we praise you for the gifts of your ministry and operation as you come Holy Spirit to honor the name above all names that name we praise that name we pray that name we Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. Turn to that person next to you. Just hug their neck, shake their hand, tell them I love you and the love of the Lord. Just bless them.
Hallelujah. It's good to see you tonight. We're glad to have each and every one of you back. You make sure you look for those who ain't around you right now and you tell them you should have been here and you better be here tomorrow night. Amen. It is such a blessing to have the man of Alexandria here with us, Pastor Cedric. Glory from Global Impact. Come on, stand up, Pastor. This is my brother. Hallelujah. If he wasn't the pastor of his church, his mom be coming here. She says, that boy's white, but he preaches like a black man. Hey, hallelujah. You tell my mama hello for me. You tell our mama hello for me. But I tell you, that's a precious man right there. Thank you guys for being here. Another pastor friend of mine, Brother Bobby, was supposed to be here from Leesville. Bobby, are you here? I don't, I don't see him. He may be here more night or he gets in here late. But it's good to have each and every one of you tonight. We bless you in Jesus' name. Tonight's a special night. Hallelujah. How many enjoyed Brother Tim this morning, huh? Wow, praise God. Hallelujah. It's going to be awesome. Awesomener tonight. Also, don't have a few announcements, of course. SWAT and Young at Heart are meeting. This Thursday, April 21st, 11.45. See Sister Carolyn Williams about that. I don't see her at this moment. And uh, don't forget, is it this Friday, honey? You're having your fashion clinic for the gals? Fashion clinic for the gals this Friday at 7 o'clock. So make sure you ladies are here. Bring finger foods and you can see her about that. Gracetown kids are going to the zoo April 23rd, 10 o'clock. Pick them up at 1 o'clock. Grace Works Tioga Nursing Home Visitation. Saturday, April 23rd, 10 o'clock. See Sister uh, Renee about that and be blessed. Uh, Gracetown Girls Eastern Nursing Home Outreach. Praise God. Are going to minister to the, to the girls, uh, to the people at the nursing home. I'll tell you, they never forget that. I used to do that when I was a little boy. And don't forget this coming Sunday, it, we're going to two services. It'll be the first one at uh, 9 o'clock and the second one at 11.30. I mean 10.30. I'm sorry, 10.30. And we are launching our new website. So be sure to be ready to see that. It's going to be easy and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. If you have your Bible, Psalms chapter 55. I was having a funeral Friday and Sister Joe, her, I believe it was her granddaughter, wanted to sing a song for her grandmother, the song Breathe. It was her favorite song. And she got up there and she started singing, but then she broke down and she couldn't continue. And as she was trying to be able to get back to singing this song, two ladies came up to her and held her each by each an arm and started singing the song with her. And then her son Buster wanted to sing a song. He had been through a lot of things. His, his life could make a movie. But the grace of God. Somebody say, but the grace of God. And he got up and he sang a song for his mom. Five years now, he's been serving Jesus. And he's a worship leader in Memphis, Tennessee. And as I was watching these, that the day before, they didn't even know if they could do it, but they were going to get up there and do it by faith. I thought of this scripture here in Psalms 55, verse 22. It says, cast your burden on the Lord. In the Hebrew, it means drop it. Drop it. Drop what is holding you back and just drop insecurities, fears, worries. Drop it at the feet of Jesus. It says, and he shall sustain you and he shall never permit say with me never permit the righteous to be moved as these people came and picked up this lady who was having troubles singing for her grandmother 
I thought about Aaron and her picking up the arms of Moses. And when you're going through something and you say, I don't have anybody to run to, he says, you can run to the rock that's higher than you. You can run to that strong tower. And Jesus can hold you by the hands. And he says, I'm holding your hands up. He says, the Lord will sustain you. And that word sustain means to give you the perfect, give you the perfect measure of grace and strength to make it through what you need. He'll give you the perfect measure. Say with me, the perfect measure. Whatever you're going through, he's there to give it to you, the perfect measure of strength. And I love the message. It says, pile your troubles on God's shoulders and, and he'll carry your load and he'll help you out and he'll never let good people topple into ruin. You're not going into ruin. They that wait upon the Lord. I want to share with you this as we, before we get ready to pick the offering. When you wait upon the Lord, he doesn't only give you the perfect measure of strength and grace for what you need, but it means he's not going to leave you where you are right now. You're here tonight to wait upon him with an expectancy that he's not going to leave you physically. He's not going to leave you mentally. He's not going to leave your marriage. He's not going to leave your job. He's not going to leave your future. and He's not going to leave your destiny where it is tonight. The weight upon the Lord shall mount up. That means your destiny is about ready to mount up. Your dreams and the visions God's put in your heart is about ready to mount up. So tonight, you get ready to receive something from the Holy Spirit. Your God, who is on your side, He is for you and not against you. You get ready to soar. You are not going to stay at the same level you've been at. We as a church are not going to stay at the same level we've been at. We as a body are not going to stay at the same level we've been at. We as the people of the Lord are not going to stay at the same level. Central Louisiana is not going to stay at the same level. This Thursday, you pray for me. This Thursday, the governor's invited me to go eat in the mansion again to pray with him. And so I'm going to eat with our little governor this week in the little mansion with about 20 people waiting on us. It's, a, it's wild. It's not Burger King, you know. And I want you to be praying for me because I believe like last time the Lord had me speak to him and I even broke down at the table and I shared my heart with him. I mean, you know, he needs encouragement through all that he's been through. And it may be this scripture here, Governor Bobby. The Lord will sustain you and not allow you or Louisiana to topple into trouble. That he will give us the perfect measure and strength that we need to be a state that's going to be the prototype, as Brother Chuck prophesied, for the state of Louisiana, but also for the United States of America. So as you have your faith there and you believe God and you stand on that in Jesus' name, amen. Ushers, would you come forward? Heavenly Father, we come before you and we thank you that you're the God that is with us, that you're sustaining grace and power, the perfect measure that we will not topple over, we will not quit, we will not fold. We praise you for that strength and that grace that is able to sustain us and keep us going. We praise you that you are the all-sufficient one and you are all-present. We bless you on this night. We claim this night as a memorial. And right now, even right now, I pray that you start pulling cars off the highway into this place. You've done it before and I thank you that you can do it again. That your spirit will draw them into this place tonight and tomorrow night. That they're passing by and they, they know they're not going anywhere. Pull them into here. Let them come in from the highways and the byways. Let them come and drink and taste and see that you're good. And we bless you and we praise you this night. In Jesus' name and the church says, amen and amen. God bless you.
Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Go ahead and just hug somebody next to you. Tell them that you're glad they're here. Then you may be seated. Hallelujah. I was telling Pastor Cedric what an awesome time we had this morning. What, what a message of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. How many got stirred up this morning? Amen. I know it stirred me up. Praise God. I'm waiting for an angel. Waiting for an angel to appear. Something's coming around the corner. Amen. Well, listen, we're so blessed tonight to have Brother Tim with us, to be able to share and minister to us. I tell you, just spending more and more time with him, we are, we are so blessed to have him. I want you to open your hearts and get ready to receive, and we're going to leave here different at this church, at all of us. This region's going to be different. So, Brother Tim, would you come, please? Would you just come and just give us tonight what God's put in your heart? Thank you. Give the Lord a big, big clap. Come on, people. I like the weather out here. Is it always like this? Kind of, huh? I bet in the middle of July, it's just nice and cool, just like this. Turn between your Bibles to the book of Psalms, chapter 1. And good to have all you here tonight. Uh, I thought this morning was tremendous. How many of you love what God did this morning? And all those people uh, answering the altar call. And then how many of you are ministers? How many ministers do we have that are in the full-time ministry? Would you guys uh, stand up for just a second? And let's give these folks a big, big clap. Good to see you. <laughs> Psalms chapter 1, translation I says, has, says, Blessed are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path of sinners or sit in the seat of the scoffers, but in their delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law do they meditate day and night. They are be like the trees planted by the rivers of water, which yield fruit in their season. And whose leaf does not wither, and whatever they do shall prosper. I want you to say that. Say, whatever I do shall prosper. Now, I'm really going to help you tonight. There are several basic areas of your life. There's your mental, your mental life. There's your spiritual life. There's your social life. Number four, there's your family life. And number five, there's your job. Number six, there's your finances. 
Number seven, there's your physical life. Now, what happens with most people is that they prosper in one or two areas of their life. It may be their spiritual life. Watch. So, ooh, they're excited they're spiritual. Okay, that's great. But you should also be strong physically. You should be strong emotionally. Come on, somebody. You should be strong mentally. You should be strong in your family life. You should be strong in your finances. So the Bible says, blessed is the man. No. One, one translation and one commentary says that to be blessed there means you are anointed by God with satisfaction and happiness. I want you to say this. Say, I am anointed by God with satisfaction and happiness. Now, wouldn't it be great if I can get you to believe that? See, if I can get you to believe that you're anointed by God with satisfaction, then you would not be looking for satisfaction. See, people think, well, when I get that house, then I'll be satisfied. Or, ooh, when I find the man of my dreams. <laughs> A spirit-filled George Clooney. Or when I fix my husband. Come on, somebody. Or, or when I fix my wife. No. God knew that if you're not careful, you'll be searching for satisfaction. So he says, let me gift you with satisfaction. See, when you're born again, you are gifted with core satisfaction. The, the Bible says, the, 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 the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The word want there means I shall not have anxious desire. Say that. Say, say the Lord is my shepherd. Say, I do not have anxious desire. Well, most of you do, but we said that by faith. See, most people, they don't know how to live in the moment. They're always projecting into the next place. See, I am somewhere in Louisiana. Are you with me? But I'm actually really here right now. Tuesday, I will be in Beverly Hills working at my office. Wednesday, I'll be there too. On Thursday, I'll be in Copenhagen, Denmark. But right now, I'm in Louisiana. My brain ain't somewhere else. Come on, somebody. My mind's not fixing to go somewhere else. I am fully present, fully feeling, and fully alive in Louisiana. Somebody clap your hands like you just caught what I'm saying. See, what happens is that we are professionals at planning something, but we don't know how to enjoy what we've been planning. I'll give you an example. See, some of you are living in the breakthrough you prayed about years ago, but you're just not paying attention that this is what you prayed for and the enemy is just causing you to be distracted in the middle of the thing you prayed for. Powerful stuff. See, I, I, I prayed when I was in college that someday I'd get to travel the world and help people. Well, look at me over here. But, but if I'm not careful, I could get distracted by things that happen in all of our lives and not be in the moment of the fact that this is what I prayed for. Some say, blessed is the man. 
So again, you've been anointed by God with satisfaction and happiness. And then it says, and don't follow the path of the sinners. We know all that. And then it says that you should be like a tree planted. And you know what that means? That means you're going to be stable. Planted, stable, stable. A lot of us, we come from family members and families that had a lot of drama. And if there wasn't drama, someone would create it. Not this year. You're going to have a stable Thanksgiving. Come on, somebody. And a stable Christmas. Somebody help me. Come on, somebody. And you're going to have a stable Easter. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. By faith. You should be like a, a tree planted by the rivers of water that gives forth fruit in season, whose leaves shall not wither. And then it says, in everything you do. Somebody say, everything I do. Say it again. Say, everything I do. Say it again. Say, everything I do. I beg you to say, say everything I do. See, watch, you don't want to have a lot of money, but yet you're grumpy. Come on. You, you want to be, you want to, you want to, you want to have an overflow and you want to be happy and you want to know what's happening in the news. Come on, somebody. And you may want to go to a Broadway play. Come on, somebody. And you may want to go to a sporting event or you may want to have a hobby and you may want to go to a cooking class. See, God has called you to live life. Man, this is good. See, in the old days, it was we all had a burden. What's wrong, Sister Teresa? I have a burden. Look. Okay, great. But God still wants you to have a burden and live life. How can you give life if you don't live life. Come on, clap if you're learning this a little bit. Man, this is going to be your year to live. Some of you are going to feel so good. Mm, it's going to be shocking. So it says everything you do shall prosper. Say everything. Say everything. Everything. So you're going you're gonna to prosper mentally. You're going to prosper spiritually. You're going to prosper socially. You're going to prosper with your family. You're going to prosper with your job. You're going to prosper with your finances. You're going to prosper physically. So when I say that to you, most will go in your mind. You'll start thinking about the areas of your life that are not doing too well. Well, the family's acting up. Well, the money's scarce. Come on, somebody. In the home, home, home. In the hand, the hell, the hell. So here's what I think. If God could not pull this Psalms one off, he shouldn't have put it in the Bible. Come on, clap your hands like that makes sense. Don't be, don't be, don't be put it in the poor people's Bible. Don't put it in the poor people's Bible. Put it in the rich people's Bible if you can't be pulling off Psalm 1. See, in the poor people's Bible, he should say, and some of your lives shall prosper. No, he says, and everything you do shall prosper. Well, prosper, as you know, means to flourish. But another thing prosper means is to bounce real high. Man, you're going to like this. Go like this. Go like this. Go like this. Go like this. Say bounce real high. Come on. Hey. Some of you are going to bounce real high. Hey. Someone's going to get some energy. Hey. Someone's going to get cute again. Whatever. 
Everything you do shall bounce real high. See, I believe that the church for a long time has been behind arts and entertainment because we just got caught up in being spiritual. We should be spiritual and great artists. We should have great fashion designers. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands if you're catching this. We should, we should have the best plays. Come on. We should have the best restaurants. Somebody help me. We should have the, the, the best businesses. Why? Because we have an unfair advantage because God is our father. Good, huh? says, everything you do shall bounce. Everything you do shall bounce. You're going to bounce financially. You said, how? You're one idea away from being rich. If you wrote a best-selling book, you're going to be rich just off one best-selling book. If you write a best-selling screenplay at the age of 73, you're one step from being rich. Well, how do you know? Because I talk to rich people on a daily basis. And many of them, it's one screenplay, one book they wrote, one idea they came up with, and they got rich. You don't think God is big enough to give you an idea that was change your children's children three generations down? Somebody clap your hands and shout like God. Powerful stuff, huh? Say everything I do shall prosper. Go like this. Go like bounce, 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 bounce. Okay, so what happens is that the whole thing here, Pastor, is talking about momentum. He's talking about momentum. Watch, you're gonna like this. Momentum. Watch. So watch. When you're a child, you when you're a child, you have momentum. Look, children have momentum. Look at look at I'm, I'm an actor. Look at me. I'm, here's momentum. Here's momentum. I played myself. In the CBS movie of the week, 23 million people watched me play myself. The, my, they, the, the Michael Landon story. I played myself in the Michael Landon story. And a, a friend of mine named Joyce Myers saw me, saw the movie, and she said, my God, what are you going to do next? She said, now you're acting. Well, why not? Come on, people. So watch this. Somebody, somebody wave your hand. Say, say, I'm getting this thing. So the Bible says that you are a blessed person. So you believe that. But it says in Psalms 92 verse 12, don't turn there, just listen. It says this. It says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. And it says they will still bear fruit in their old age and they will stay fresh. See, I don't believe that you have to start acting old at 30. Oh, I'm getting old. And, mm, mm, my husband, my home, my home, my home. This is good. Huh? Isn't this funny? And then at 40, boy, oh, 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 stuff's falling. Things are happening. 50s are falling. 60, oh, here's oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. I believe you go from glory, come on, somebody, to glory, come on, somebody, to glory, come on, somebody, until you step into glory. Clap your hands and shout. 
Come on and shout like we're on to something. Come on and shout like we're on to something. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will still bear fruit in their old age. I see some people here over 60. This could be the best years of your life because now you can come up with one idea that can change people. You may start an internet business. You may, you may disciple your own children's children. See, let them, hey, let them drop the kids off over your house. Disciple them. Man, this is good teaching. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Whoo, like a palm tree. Well, there's three interesting things about a palm tree. Number one, it runs deep. You run deeper than you think. Look at all the hell you've been through and you're still in church on a Sunday night. Come on, clap your hands and shout. like. You. Come on, come on, Louisiana, bring it out of me. Like a palm tree. Say, I run deep. Another thing about the palm tree is a palm tree knows how to bounce back. Ooh, they bounce back. They bounce back because it has elasticity in it. It's built inside. That's why there can be a hurricane in Florida. There can be a, a wind of 120 miles an hour. Look, and it, it'll, it'll bend, 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 hit the flow, come back for more. Hit the flow, come back for more. Hit the flow, come back for more. That's how you are. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. You hit the flow, come back for more. <laughs> Someone's going to say, I thought you died and something bad happened. No, I hit the flow, came back for more. I, I thought you were a home, a home. I thought a home after the divorce. No, I hit the flow, came back for more. Hit the flow, came back for more. I, I was watching this TV show, and they were showing where Britney Spears almost dropped her baby. This was years ago, and she was like this. Bless her heart. She's a Louisiana girl. She almost dropped her baby. <laughs> She almost dropped her baby. Almost dropped her baby. Watch. And I told my mom, I said, Mom, look at Brittany. She almost dropped her baby. And she said, oh, I used to drop you all the time. <laughs> my God, no wonder I got the shakes. It's good, huh? Woo. The righteous are like a palm tree. Say, I run deep. Say, I bounce back. The third thing about the palm tree is a palm tree brings shade. See, back in those days, it would get super hot, like in Louisiana around August. It would be about 170 million degrees. And they didn't have umbrellas, Ella's, Ella's, A, A, A. They didn't have umbrellas, so they used to have these palm trees, and they would run, ooh, on my feet, ah, ooh, it's scorching. Have you ever been on the sand when you, you, you just you have no shoes on, come on, you you think if I could just get to that spot where the trash can is throwing some shade? Come on, people. <laughs> the righteous are like a palm tree. We should be bringing shade to everybody around us. Everywhere we walk, we are shade. You better clap your hands and shout. Come on and shout. Who are you going to help with broken palm tree leaves? See? All right, now turn my mic up a little bit so I can whisper. See, it's important to say this here because I don't usually go to too many new churches and you don't know me, so you're wondering like, you know, well, how can we say that? Okay, so 
Here I'm as a young kid, as I was saying before, the illustration that I gave about being in a movie. You know, when little kids, you got all this energy, you have momentum. But when I was a little kid, my father died when I was only 10 years of age. He gets in a, in a car accident, he gets killed. Now, that's not something we would have ordered from the life's menu, having your father killed and your mother has to raise five children working at Winchell's Donut Shop with a sixth grade education. That'll throw a person off. Now watch. Then my sister, who's Christian, she's 19, 20, 20 years of age. She's driving with her friend, and her friend is driving around San Francisco, and they're going on vacation to see their friend's brother who's in, going to college, and she thinks she sees an off-ramp, and it's fog, and she goes down a cliff and kills my sister two years later. That's not good either. To have your father dead, and then your sister dies, and that's my same funny, happy mother, you could hear her wailing from the other room. We never heard that in our lives, Pastor. So that sounds like a license to just be normal now. See, so don't look at me like I don't know. See, we all have a chance to be the broken palm tree. I'm a black man in a white man's world. I'm a white person in a Hispanic's world. Come on, somebody. It's always something. I was oppressed. I was suppressed. I was depressed. I wasn't held. I wasn't loved. Listen, we all came up in slightly goofy families. Quit lying. But somebody clap like God's bigger than the goofiness. You better clap. And don't act like you're perfect. Don't make me do a, don't let me get Dog the Bounty Hunter on your family records. We all have excuses on why we are the way we are. Here's my son, little Kyle. He's a little cynical. He doesn't like preachers. I'll just stare at him like, whatever. I ain't going to change little Kyle in one day from being a little... Cynical creature. <laughs> but watch after like two days of the meeting, the Tim story meeting, little Kyle's following me everywhere. Because see, I just speak hope and they start following hope. Y'all pay attention here. The righteous are like a palm tree. They will still bear fruit. You're trying to tell me you're done? Well, <clears throat> we, we hunkered down in this part of the city. and Now <clears throat> we're just, you know that we were never made to retire. That's why people that finally quit their jobs start fiddling around. What's he doing? He's fiddling around. Where is he? He's in the garage taking things apart and putting them back together. <laughs> Come on and clap. Where is he now? He's taking the lawnmower apart. He's a rover feet. He's a lawnmower tall. He's tearing things up. He's pulling things apart. He's in the middle of stuff. Now, for those that are here that have retired from your job, number one, congratulations. And let's give them a big clap. Come on, let's honor them. But number two, you're not done. You have an assignment. It could be to be a great grand, come on, uh, uh, parent. It, it, it could be to volunteer. You may start doing missions trips. Come on, somebody. You might start healing the sick. 
You might start having Bible studies through the church. You better clap your hands and shout. You may write children's curriculum. You may start your own restaurant. You may write your own movie script. You better clap your hands and shout. You will still. You watch yourself. You will still be fresh. Even in your old age. It's good teaching, huh? Come on, grin real big. Even if you got three teeth, just go like, hey, hey. But if you want to be honest, the average person is boring. It's really the truth. I went to the gym one day. Tell me wave if you're not boring. Come on, just do it by faith. Just, and if you are, you can change tonight. We have an altar call for the boring. I went to the gym one day, Pastor, and I was feeling in a good mood because I went to the gym. So I decided to go to uh, IHOP after, to House of Pancakes. <laughs> it's a choice on how you feel. Yeah. So I went to the gym, went to IHOP. So I had the Los Angeles Times because I'm from Los Angeles. And I see this couple, and they don't say anything the entire breakfast. Sir, don't ever be that guy. You got to have some questions. Ask her how she's doing. Ask her about her hair. Ask her what she's watching on TV. Come on, I'm giving you some hints. Look, I'm a radio host. I'm pretty good at this. Come on, sir. Ask her some questions. Get into her world. But this man's just staring at uh, around, and, but, but she's not saying anything either. And I thought to myself, now you know this relationship didn't start this way or there would have never been a second date. The first date. She was probably flicking her hair around. Come on, somebody. Well, anyway, I have dreams and I have goals and aspirations. Come on. <laughs> Just go there with me. And he was like, well, you know, you know, he was cool and he had on brute cologne and he was feeling it. How else could he get the second date? But now here they are like this. Who's ever seen this? You better lift your hands. I believe that I vote that everybody that's like that for next for, for 30 minutes in a restaurant, they should go through the drive-thru next time. Come on, somebody. They should not be allowed in. Somebody clap like you're learning something. God never called you to be boring. You're supposed to be fresh. So I was teaching this at this church. And this pastor, I know his family comes from the produce business. And the only way something can be fresh is if it's connected to the source. How could you be the child of the creator and have nothing to say? What's wrong with your dad? You know him, he has nothing to say. The child of the creator has nothing creative to say? The child of the creator cannot create something? This is so powerful. That's a lie from the pit of hell. The world's out there creating, and they're not connected to the vine. How much more should we, as joint heirs with Christ, get there, out there, and start creating? Clap your hands and shout, I prophesy. This is the year you get out there and start creating. Come on, people. 
Come on, shout if you believe it. Say, this is a year. I start creating. All right, so this, that's the positive thing. I'm going to finish teaching in 10 minutes. That's the positive thing. Okay, the right's like a palm. Okay, that's good. I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. Momentum, momentum. But here's where I lose you. Bam, the momentum, the momentum can stop when you get hit by what I call a setback. See, when a setback happens, most people sit in their setback. Oh, boy, that's good teaching, little chocolate man. But if you knew what I went through in 1967, that's wonderful, Mr. Motivator to the Stars. Everybody's got their reason on why they can't live this. Watch. So when people have a setback, most people sit in it. Watch this. Other people decide to settle in it. And notice how your kids are paying attention to me. You know why? Because they feel my spirit. Look at little kids going like this. What's he going to say next? What's he going to They always come to me. Do you know Hannah Montana? Yes, I do. They always say, do you know Justin Bieber? And then the, the one kid said the other day, he said, do you know SpongeBob SquarePants? I said, he's a cartoon. He said, well. <laughs> Somebody clap your hands. Come on, people. Hey, come on, somebody. I'm almost done. So watch this. So people get going and they have a setback. They sit in it. Some people settle in it. See, this is talking to some of you because you settled in it. Well, time will heal it. No, it won't. Time doesn't heal things all the way. It depends on what you do in the time that's given. Time doesn't heal all things. I've seen people more grumpier 20 years later. If you don't do the right thing in the time, you ain't going to get no healing. You got to change your attitude in the 20 years. You got to learn to forgive in those 20 years. Ooh, this is good teaching. So watch. Some people sit in a setback. Say sit. Some people settle. Say settle. And some people, they cement themselves in the setback. So they always point to you back when their life stopped. Well, <coughs> unfortunately, when I married your dad, it all changed. I was the orange blossom queen. and I was a size two. Mama, you show a two or a 12, whatever. It was around there. Don't be asking for fine details. You say, how do you know? Because I talk to people for a living. This is what I do. I'm a communicator. I have my own radio show. I talk to people. I was talking to Dr. Laura the other day. She's a friend of mine. I'm a communicator. I talk to people. I'm good at this. We all make excuses on why we got cemented. I could have cemented myself at 10. Well, I'm going to have an attitude and I'm going to just be grouchy my whole life because my father. That was awful. 
but God's bigger than awful. I've been through awful, but God's bigger than awful. I've been through terrible, but God's bigger than terrible. I've created my own failures, but God's bigger than my own failures. You better clap your hands and shout like God. You better, you better, you better. Somebody, you better. Come on, come on. Somebody, somebody. Can you take the last few minutes? The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. It doesn't say if they never fail. Man, this is so good. So one illustration. Moses, Mr. Powerful Moses. I had a good friend named Charlton Heston. So I told Charlton Heston, we were buddies. I said, Charlton Heston, I said to him, give me one funny story about being Moses because he played Moses. He said that he was doing some work in Israel and they were filming something and this busload of tours, tourists came by and they saw him filming. This is a true story. And they saw, come on somebody, they saw the Middle East, Israel, come on somebody, and they saw Moses, they jumped out of their bus like. <laughs> it's a true story. They thought they saw Moses. <laughs> this is a true story. But Charlton Heston played Moses in the Ten Commandments. How many know that's true? Okay. So watch this. So Moses is called, almost done. Moses is called to something big. Look, he's called. He's got momentum. They find him floating down a river. He's being trained. He's got it going. But in Exodus 2.11, he kills somebody. Not a good way to end up on Christian TV. <laughs> he didn't try to kill him. But he killed him. He hit him. And whether one say he killed him or he killed him, either way, he killed the man. And the Bible says, and now he started wandering and wandering. That's how most people live. They don't know why they are where they are. They don't even know how they got the certain job. They don't know why this and they're in this part of Louisiana. People wonder and wander. They're wondering and wandering. I'm wondering and wandering. I hope I get this job. If it's not there, I'm going to do this. I'm going to wonder. He's he had a God idea, and now he's wondering and wandering. And on his wondering and wandering, you start making bad choices. So he marries the wrong woman, Zipporah. Then they have a baby, Gershom, that he used to name the baby's uh, names after their experiences. The baby's name, Gershom, meant I feel like an alien in a foreign land. In other words, he felt like I'm not I'm not myself there's times in life you don't feel like yourself where's my keyboard player just play more on the piano sound give him a big clap look at him running number 55 clap your hands like God's awesome come on come on you learning something tonight Come on, I came all the way out here for you people. I don't even know you. Now listen. So Moses, there's Moses. What are you doing over there? Got to play something. He's fixing it. Someone wave your hand. Say, thank you, God. You see, are you like this all the time? All the time. I remember one night my Hollywood Bible study was so packed out full of stars. Smokey Robinson came late and everybody was on the floor. Mary J. Blige was over here. Everybody's on the floor. And so Smokey was looking for a seat and I went like this while I'm teaching, like this, get on the floor. And he said to me a little later, he says, little brother, 
why are you going to try to put me on the floor? I said, don't be showing up 40 minutes late. <laughs> Somebody clap your hands. But I think it's because of that discipline they pay attention. Come on, people. You don't see them coming to other people's meetings like that. So watch this. So Moses is wandering and wandering. You've all been there. Oh, I hope this man's correct. I hope I can have a good life. Look at me. Oh, I just hope something lottery-like will happen to me. Maybe not actually hit the lottery, but something lottery-like. It's powerful. Just a wandering and a wandering. And there's God with the exact plan for your life. In fact, while you're feeling the sting of your setback, God is already preparing your comeback. Why don't you clap your hands like... Come on, come on, Louisiana. Come on, people. Come on, if I came here just for you, it's worth it. So Moses has it in his mind. I killed somebody. He's wondering, he's thinking, see, you guys think about your past mistakes. God doesn't even think about them, but they are in your mind. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. What you thinking about? I'm thinking about it. And as he was running, and you're doing a great job. It's like a one-man play. La, 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 la. <laughs> watch. As he's running, watch. Things change in the spirit world because now he's running from Pharaoh, but the Bible says Pharaoh died. So the thing he thought was chasing him died. See, God done killed what was chasing you in the spirit world. You better clap your hands and shout. You're not going to reap some of the things you sowed because of the blood of Jesus. You better. Come on, you better. Somebody in Louisiana. Hey. Come on. Somebody stand up and give the Lord a big clap. Come on and give the Lord a big clap. Just keep on clapping for him. So watch what happens. So here's what happens. And I am working on a one-man play. I had a good friend. His name is Danny Gans. He's in heaven now. He had the number one show in Las Vegas. And we were working together talking about doing a one-man play with me and just a piano where I told stories and the piano played. It's true. I do that all over the world. I have my own piano players that come with me and own professional singers that sing. I'm a storyteller. How many can tell I'm a storyteller? So listen to this. So Moses is feeling sorry for himself. He's nursing it, he's cursing it, and he's rehearsing it. Come on, people. He's sitting there in the backside of the desert just feeling sorry for himself. You know how you do at the job or at the house or, ooh, he's late again. Here I am lonely again. Let me get on Facebook, look for Albert. I used to date him back in 72. Let's see what Albert Johnson's up to. Hey, you're on the backside of the desert. But God, he doesn't forget what he promised you. And all of a sudden God steps in to Moses setback. Come on, clap your hands and shout like he stepped in. Come on, clap. 
He steps into Moses' setback. Stay standing. Watch. I'm finished. Watch. He steps in, and he never, he never mentions what Moses did 40 years ago. He never said, you no good, Moses. Now you made me have to take off the belt. Come on, somebody. He says to him, Moses, there's somebody hurting worse than you. Now is the time to deliver these people. He never even talks about the man killing somebody. He says, get up. Get up. Because he knows he's made him like a palm tree. That he can hit the flow and come back for more. You better clap your hands and shout. Come on. Come on, Louisiana. Come on and give me some energy. Come on, I go to I gotta go to Europe on Thursday. Give me some energy. He knows, he knows he can hit the flow. People are all saying to me, what you gonna do about your friend Charlie Sheen? He's acting crazy. He is acting crazy. And that's my friend Charlie Sheen. He's acting crazy. But don't you think God's big enough to at any moment's time step on in? Come on, somebody into his hotel room and say, enough is enough. Come on, somebody, clap your hands and shout. We will not be having this kind of behavior. You better clap your hands and shout like God is able to turn him around and let people say that God, come on, somebody, can restore somebody. So watch. He says, get up. See, that's a difficult thing. When you're down, it's so easy to not want to get up. Oh, if you know what I've been through, I don't even feel like brushing my teeth, but I, I am brushing them. Well, how long ago did that happen, Agnes? 13 years ago. All she did was yell at you, but you don't know what she said. How many years ago we'll get with it, Agnes? It was 13 years ago. See, some of you, some of you are different than most people. You had the guts to get up. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody clap. You got back up. Hey, here you are. You're in church on a Sunday night. Got up. Got up by faith. Sometimes you got to praise him by faith. And so God came to Moses with a God idea comeback. A God idea comeback is three things. You wait till tomorrow night. I'm just warming up. I don't know you people. This is like the second date. A God idea comeback is God breathed. He breathed into him. He breathed life into him. God's going to breathe life into your dreams tonight. The Ruach, the breath of God. I was watching this guy blow up a balloon one time at a little carnival and the more air that went in all of a sudden bam the arm went out bam the arm went out bam bam it's a little clown and then the head went the more air he blew in it started to come alive as God breathed life in you come alive you may be 81, but you're going to come alive. You may have fought cancer, but you're going to come alive. 
That knucklehead may have left you, but you're going to come alive. Come on, you better clap your hands and shout. Your son may be acting up, but you're going to come alive. He's going to breathe in you. He's going to breathe in you. I watch him. I watch him from Playboy Playmates in my Bible study, the biggest rappers in the world, to the oldest actors, to the who's who sit in my Bible study and come. And some of them have come to not like it. And I see him weeping. I see the breath of God hit him. I'll be Wednesday night eating dinner with my good friend Robert Downey Jr. I'll be with him Wednesday night. He's one of my best friends in the world. They call him Iron Man. I saw God breathe life into him. He breathes life into people. Get up, Moses. And take them to a spacious land. Why would God call cramped people to take people to a spacious land? Because you were never made to be cramped. You were made to have a life with elbow room. I don't like sitting in the center seat because there's no elbow room. Some of you have been sitting in the center seat of life and you're about to get some elbow room. I'm done preaching. Give the Lord a big clap. Come on, give the Lord a big clap. Come on, clap for him like he's a, amazing. Great job. Come on, keep on clapping. And you did an awesome job this morning. What's her name? Chris, Kristen? Kristen, phenomenal. She did phenomenal. Is that Kristen's relative somehow? She did. You should be proud of her. Give Kristen a big clap too. We have great musicians here. Clap your hands, all you people. Just play something a little soft behind me. Somebody lift your hands towards heaven. Close your eyes. Say, thank you, Jesus, for breathing in me. Ask him to breathe in you. Hey, come on. Come on and praise him. Take your right hand and put it on your heart. Say, breathe in me. Breathe. Breathe life. Breathe hope. Breathe healing. If you pray in the spirit, begin to pray in the spirit. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Now watch how awesome this is. Now lift your hands again for 15 seconds and watch the breath of God just come near you. Through you. Through you. seated.
How many are so glad you came tonight? Somebody clap your hands. <laughs> Come on, don't you want to just, don't you just want to just do what God's called you to do? Somebody waved your hands. Woo! Now listen to me. Um, you're getting a little more of where I'm coming from. I'm not your traditional minister, but it's working for us. I like to just hit people where they're at. It's working. They come from everywhere. Listen to me. We're taking an offering tonight to help us meet budget to keep helping people. Now, let me just, I like to talk very open because we're the body of Christ. This morning's offering was extremely low, and that's just because you don't know me. And so you're like, oh, he's going to get all his rich people to, to back him up. Okay, so just hear me out. We had $1,700 come in. That's less than about $3 per person. Just, just hear me out. So we'll pay $10 to go to the movies, and then we'll give three, $3 to go save souls. How many know it should not be that way? We should, we should use some of our income to go slap the devil upside the head and take back what he stole from people. Somebody clap your hands if you actually believe that. Come on, clap. Egg me on a little bit. Do you agree with me? Okay. So we're going to make it very simple today. Our, our budget is very, very small. It's right at about $12,000. And that's, that is so simple, guys. If just 12 of you, and you don't have to rise up or anything. If 12 of you said, you know what? Story, I like this message you're teaching. And we're going to sow as a family $1,000. If 12 of you did it, boom, that's $12,000. And we meet it. And then anything overflow helps me to do all the things we're doing overseas, all the things we're doing for kids. How many of you think that that sounds fair? Just lift your hands, okay? All right, now, so some of you, that's not what you could do, but you may do $100 or $300 or $400. But listen, let's sow something tremendous tonight, and let's sow into somebody else's comeback. People, I'm in a part of the country. I have never been in this area. I'm here by faith. Because a minister told me to come here and I talked to this pastor and I felt his spirit and I am 100% positive I was supposed to come. If I only came for three families here, how many of you know this message was worth it to change this around? Clap your hands if you just caught that. Play a little something behind. Come on, clap your hands. Okay. So how many of you will believe by faith we can meet this budget as a family? Lift your hands high. Let's try it again. How many believe by faith we can meet this budget? Good going, okay? Everybody get an offering envelope, and you do what God tells you to do. How do you get these offering envelopes? Because everybody kind of stares when that happens. Do you have them? Okay, everybody get one. Everybody get one. Because we're going to write in the back of it one area you're believing God for a comeback. So everybody get an offering envelope. You want to write down an area that you believe for comeback. If you need an offering envelope, wave your hand so they can hand it to you. And we write our checks out to who again? W-O-G. Okay, let's do this thing, guys. Come, We do it every city. This would literally be the first in probably a year and a half if we didn't just hit what we always hit. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. And then we're going to pray for a few people. When did you start playing piano? Second grade? You proud of her? That way. It's good atmosphere in here, guys. You business people, sow something. Let's change people. 
And you know, for the Hollywood Bible study, for the first 10 years, I paid for every single meeting with all those rich people sitting there. And you know what I'd say to them? I'd say, this meeting's been paid for by the church. And they were in shock. How many know we're the ones that are rich? Some will wave your hand like that's true. There's a lot of faith in here today. You watch. Sow into your own comeback and watch God do something. And thank you guys for doing it. I see everybody doing something. Thank you for that. You glad you came tonight? Somebody say, awesome God. Take a few more minutes. People are still writing. Uh, give me somebody who has pain in your body. You're going to get healed real fast. Pass out the envelope. If you need an envelope, wave your hand. Who has pain, but you're going to get healed? Miss, what happened to you? Why do you have pain? Yeah. Oh, who has pain in your body, but you're going to get healed? Let's pray for a couple people real quick. What happened to you, sir? Huh? What kind of physical pain? Anything? Come over here. That's, you're going to get touched tonight. They don't always get healed. Some people get healed gradually. Some get, people get healed instantly, but you're going to get it. Well, wh how do you know? I'm moving in a gift. Woo! You feel that when you walk up, huh? Walk around a little bit. I'm in a gift. Someone wave your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. How many of you are still writing out your check? Okay, keep on writing them out. What's happening? What's that feel like? I can't. I have a hard time walking around. What do you sense up here tonight? You sense his anointing? Move your neck, move your shoulders. What's that feel like to you? Like a freedom, like for real, like an untying. That's it. You don't need to follow anything. If you only knew. When Old Roberts first saw me flow in the gifts when I was in my early, early 20s, he cried like a baby. He said, son, son, not since A. a. Allen, son, have I seen a guy that taps in and I don't know how much you'll let me tap in here because I don't know you all. But there's a gift that can fly. Woo, let's stand up. Let's walk our offerings to the front. No music, no nothing. We don't need anything. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody just pray in the spirit. People are getting healed everywhere. Watch this revival spirit that breaks out in this place. Sir, stay, stay up here when you, stay up here. God's touching you. Ooh. How many 
you sense his presence in here. Just keep flowing. And don't, ushers, don't touch this yet. People are going to keep giving. Come on, we're doing God's work. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. If you're still giving, just come and flow. Come here. What happened to you? What, what happened to your legs? Probably 30 years ago and uh, got arthritis in it. I'm going to shock you tonight. Ooh, you're going to start feeling free. Somebody clap like a God could actually pull it off. Come on, clap like he could pull it off. Clap like he can pull it off. Hey, he can pull it off. He can pull it off. Now, the power of God is going to hit you, but when it hits you, start thinking, I'm going to start walking like I'm 42. And then they move one foot in front of the other. And as you do that, you just walk in. People say, one famous guy on television who doesn't like me, he says, Tim's story, he talks people into healing. You're exactly right. I do. There's power in words. Clap your hands and shout like there is. Hey, close your eyes. In the name of Jesus, thank you that every single step he takes, he gets better. You, you sense that power go through you, huh? I'm not the typical minister. Somebody clap your hands and shout like God's powerful. Somebody clap. Come on, egg me on a little bit. Come on. Keep on clapping. Come on and stir it up in here. Hallelujah, God. Go side to side. Go side to side. Look. Hey. You tell me and I'll tell them. What's it beginning to feel like? It's limbering up a little bit. Yeah, because you're being untied. To be healed means to be healed. Being, the acts of being healed. You cut yourself, you bleed. You get a scab, the scab falls off. You may get a scar, hopefully the scar will fade. It's a healing. You are being healed. Move side to side. Hey. Move your neck now, how free it's starting to feel. What's that feel like? Huh? Tell, tell the people. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Give the Lord a big clap. Keep walking better every day. Clap your hands, all you people. And this is not a healing line. Don't just get in it. Look at him, look at him. Look at him, he's getting stronger. Don't just come in this line. Wait till I call you. You come over here. What happened to you? You're in my waiting line. Don't worry. And who are you? You're the armor bearer or something? Oh, I got you. And what happened to you? Huh? Listen to this one. You stand here. I like you. You're going to flow in healing. Tell them what happened. I had a surgery and my vocal cords were damaged. And I don't sing well and I can't speak very well. But I'm starting to speak a little better now. <laughs> Keep Um, my children, I can't 
talk to them a lot. Um, now, what are you starting to feel in your throat area? Yeah, a little energy. It's weird, huh? This, yeah. don't, this doesn't shock me. I see this almost on a nightly basis. Like the guy in Corpus Christi, I prayed for his back and his right eye opened. I didn't know he was blind. I was trying to get his back healed. <laughs> what, what's happening in your throat? I feel the energy on this side. Can I talk a little stronger? Um, I can talk a lot stronger. You can go ahead and talk stronger. Um, I'm just very thankful now that I came. what's beginning to happen to your throat right now? It's starting to feel a lot, a lot better. It feels what? It doesn't feel like it's strained like before? No, and I feel like I don't have to swallow as much to make it wet so that I can talk. And, um, Say, God's healing me. God's healing Say me. Say it strong. Say, give the Lord a clap. God is healing me. Give Thank the you. Lord a hand clap. <laughs> and it's going to get stronger, and I'm going to be able to win. Come on, clap your hands like God's awesome. Who knows you here? Who came with you? Or who knows you? Who is she? Let's get you even stronger. Boom, take the whole thing. Breathe that in, in the name, see. In the name. Now breathe in now. Look at me. See that? What's happening now? Huh? I feel God. Huh? I feel God. You sound a little stronger there. I, I feel stronger. Okay, move your shoulder. Your shoulder got healed too. Yeah, no, move your shoulder now. Move, move it now. Now move your neck too at the same time. What? 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 neck and my disc um i guess it was getting arthritis in it and oh you people wouldn't believe what i'm feeling right now but this is really amazing because i was about to schedule another surgery i just had an mri a couple of weeks ago so this is good this is really good <laughs> it's a bonus didn't you know it's bonus night move your neck move your shoulders move your back somebody act like he's god give the lord a I believe this kind of stuff. You know, I like to think to myself, if he can part the Red Sea, don't you think he can pull off a bad shoulder job? Hey, I'm just flowing. See, I'm an artist. I'm just flowing. You don't see me ever. Praise God. Bring the people up here for a healing line. No, I'm just, I'm an artist. I'm flowing. Just flowing. Jesus went about healing people. Hey. He went about doing good. I like you. You guys together? What's been wrong with you? Physically. Come over here. It's your night. I'm just moseying around Louisiana. Hey, he's an awesome God. Said he's an awesome God. Just start walking. You're going to feel his presence. Don't worry. You, you're ready to, you, it's happening to you already. You just keep smiling. You're her armor bearer, I guess. Clap your hands like he's awesome. He's an awesome God. I said he's an awesome God. Is that amazing? What, what are you sensing on yourself? You feel like you, you feel like you want to take wings and fly. Yes, that's what it feels like. I feel so light, and I have been feeling like a weight on me for so long, and I really feel light. Why don't you give the Lord a clap because he's healing people. The pastor did say there would be healings, right? Are you okay with this? Come on and clap your hands. Hey, what? Is that something else? It's mind-blowing, huh? 
Walk a little faster. Notice the energy you have. What, what happened to you? What happened to you? Huh? What was the injury you had? You did? Come here. How many times have you been to this church? Do you like these people? Are they acting nice? They're not weird or anything? Move your neck. Just smile. Close your eyes. Move your neck. Isn't that an awesome feeling? Tell me what that's like. You don't have to talk at the microphone. Just tell me what it's like. What's that like? Huh? Feels like what? No, look at me. It feels kind of free, huh? Now breathe in. Close your eyes. Say my steps. Say my steps are ordered by you, God. I didn't want to lose that job, but you're able. Breathe in. Is that amazing? Hey, that's all. Thank God you have a friend to care. Where'd that friend go? I was just going to give you props. Give the Lord a clap for what he did. You can sit down. It worked. Wow. Notice your feet are feeling strong. You Say what you just said. How did you know? I have a gift. You think I became Tim's story by being regular? Come on, pay attention. When you walk around, hey, I'm just flowing. I'm over here in Louisiana. People always used to say to me, how come you don't put this on Christian TV? That would have wrecked it all. They offered me my own TV show every single year. I've been in the ministry. I've always said no. It would have wrecked it all. Because things like that are hard to translate sometimes on TV. For those that want to do that on TV, God bless them. I like flying under the radar. What's that like? For real, strong, huh? Tell them. Feel God up here. You feel God. You feel God. You have a cute personality. Give the Lord a big clap for her awesome life. Go on, get out of here. Come on, clap. I'm almost done. I got to go home. I got people to call. Come on, people. Summer Wave say, Thank you, Jesus. Oh, he's healing people all over the bones. People with arthritis are getting healed right now. Like, like that man got healed. He's getting healed right there. The one who's still getting healed. Wait, wait, man. Hey. Now listen, I have a question for you. How many of you want to do Monday night? Do you want to do Monday night? Clap your hands if you want to do Monday. Clap your hands if you want to do Monday. Because we're family. It's up to you. I'm here for you. Okay? You feel it's a God idea? Okay? Because this is how it works. We can, we can have a, a crowd and we could, we could break this thing open with just people who believe. Now listen, I want you to, to call people and get on your Facebooks or whatever you do and just, just multiply yourself one or two times and then you'll, you'll see what will happen, okay? So we'll go, to, we'll go Monday night, because if we do Monday, then I got I to gotta get back to L.A. and my life is like this. Because if you, if you don't want to do it, then I'm up to God's plan, because I think we had a great day. But how many of you think we have it in us to slap the devil upside the head tomorrow night 
and do something big. Clap your hands. Are you with me? Okay. Because I, I like you guys. In fact, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'll give this crowd a 10. You guys, were, you guys were a 10. Come on, clap. You guys were a 10 today. Okay. So tomorrow night, tomorrow night at 7, I'm going to get right in the, right in the vein because now we know each other. I'm going to pop right in my gift because I want to see your life go to another dimension this year. And I want to see you start bouncing. Go like this. Go high bounce, 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 high bounce. Okay. Lift your hands towards heaven. Close your eyes. The ushers can go ahead and come and take the offering. Everybody in this place say, thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in my life. Close your eyes. Look at that piece. you need a healing, just say, thank you for healing me, Jesus. Just say it to him. Just say, thank you for healing me. Thank you for healing me, Jesus. Watch him. Watch him. Who's, where's my ushers? See, he's doing the offering, and he's, the power of God's hitting the guy getting the offering. <laughs> Somebody clap your hands like this is powerful. Did you see that? He went up to the altar, and the power hit him. Hey, Pastor, I was in Nigeria. It was me and a guy named Creflo Dollar, and we had 30,000 people. And I went like this. I said, I said to the choir, I said, could you all do that song again? And they were talking about the song. There was 70, they called it, it was like 74 people in the choir. I said, could you all do that song again? And I moved my hand like this, and the whole choir went, da, 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 da. But they went out sideways. As my arm moved, they moved. How many know that God is a powerful God? Come on, clap your hands. Somebody shout, hey. Hey. Come on, come on, Louisiana. But some of you are getting healed in your seat. Just wave. Say, I'm getting healed in my seat. And you go home and just practice. Get healed. If you're not right with God, ask the Lord just to forgive you right where you are today. You don't always have to come forward. You're hugging him like he needs a healing, huh? Does he need a healing, this man? What does he need? Come over here. Good looking man, you. And who are you? Well, come over here, fancy hair. I like you. Close your eyes. How many times have you been to this church? How many times have you been to this church? Close your eyes. Breathe in. Boom. Heal him. Boom. Be healed in Jesus' name. Take the whole thing. It just it just hits you. Take the whole thing. Take the I'm no typical preacher, you know. Hey. Just flown in the Holy Ghost. Since you're an artist, come over here. Just stand there. I'm gonna teach you something. Watch. There's a rhythm in the spirit. Most don't know that. They lead worship with their head but they should just follow the natural rhythm. I sit with Stevie Wonder on the piano. He follows the natural rhythm. Sting knows how to even do it. Chris Martin from Coldplay can do it. These guys are not even spirit-filled. There's a rhythm. That's why people can go to their concerts and go, it felt almost spiritual. Bono can lead a whole stadium that way. See, it's in the spirit, see? Boom. 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 
See, look, see, look, look. See, look, look, it's in there. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. And so are you. You just got to know you're an artist. That's why you have a lot of talents. You can cook. You know how to raise children. You know how to raise your husband. Come on, somebody. You have talents. Men, you have a lot of talents. Somebody wave your hands. Say, thank you, Jesus. Now, listen. The reason we've had that picture of Denzel Washington up back there. That's my website, storystyle.com. How many of you are on Facebook? Lift your hands. I want you to get on Facebook, if you can, tonight, and tell them that something is happening in this part of Louisiana. Because we have followers from all over the world. Let them know. Just say, today, Tim Story was at our church, and give a testimony. How many of you have a testimony of something that happened to you today? You feel better or something changed? Lift your hand. Just a quick thing, like this happened or that happened. And say, come to so-and-so and name the pastor and name the church. Let people know. Let's put this church on the radar of 65 countries of the world. Clap your hands and shout. Come on. Come on, people. And then listen. When you get on my website, it talks about a motivational thing you can be a part of where once a week I can motivate you through the Internet. Okay? It's called, listen to me, the Dream Makers Army. I'm raising up an army of dreamers. How many of you are still a dreamer? You still got any dreams left? Come on, lift your hands. And read about the Dream Makers Army. And I told Pastor about this. We're doing a cruise next year, a Dream Makers cruise. Ooh, why not you? Start thinking out of the box. Put your right hand out towards me. Say, I agree. That within the next two days, supernatural miracles are happening in my life. Close your eyes. Look at that peace. 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 Peace of God. He's here strong tonight. You guys must be praying a lot in this church. Hey, guys. Number one, I want to say this. I really like your pastors. Let's give them a big, big clap. How many thank God there are pastors? Come on, clap. How many thank God for our senior pastor's teaching and what he says and the way his mind thinks? He's an artist. You're an artist, brother. That's why you're coming up with all that stuff. Just stay out of the box. Just keep flowing because that can, that can take you to a best-selling book. Uh, I have a book here written by my friend called My Best Friend Tim. It's a really cool thing. Tomorrow we'll show a little ad on it. It's stories about my childhood spoken by my best friend from my personality to, to me listening to Bill Cosby albums and getting in front trouble in school. Come on, somebody, because I'm a class clown. To the Hollywood Bible study, to the people I got to meet. See, she has it in her hand. This is just a cute book. Pastor was reading it last night. It shows here, King of the Disco, and it shows me with a big afro. Because I, I used to sneak to the discos after church. But I wasn't a bad kid. I never drank. 
I wasn't up to bad stuff. I just liked to dance. But one night I was in the disco and I was dancing. And all of a sudden I felt the anointing hit me. And I thought, God, don't you realize you're in a disco? Come on, somebody. How many thank God he'll come and get us anywhere? You better clap your hands like you know. Hey. Hey. For you young kids, I used to call them discos. That was a long time ago. That was back in the 20s when I was a child. It's usually $15. I'm making it 10 And then this life kit, guys, do it. It's usually 65 I made it $40, okay? It's a life kit. And listen, I life coach you. Every, don't you want to hear these words that just tell you to get up every single day and play them over and over and over again? It's six CDs. It's brilliant. It'll change your life, okay? And I want to tell you this. What a crowd. You guys were awesome. You, you were awesome, okay? And bring people tomorrow night. But you did great tonight. It was a great, great night. I give it a 10. Give our pastor a big clap as he comes. The pastor of the church. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord praise. Listen, please invite people to come tomorrow night. Brother Tim, I have, I've had his book for a while. I've, that's one of the few books I've read five or six times. It's one of those books you just bend the pages and mark a lot. And you just get something all the time. So take advantage of the material. Be sure to come tomorrow night, but invite people to come. We're blessed to have them in our area. And listen, this presence that you feel, it doesn't have to evaporate and go away. You can bring it home with you. And come tomorrow night and get even more and more and more. And let God just bring you to completeness. Let's go ahead and stand. Father, we praise you for sealing what you started here tonight. In every area of our minds, our physical bodies, our emotions, our finances, our jobs, our families. Lord, we praise you for the balance in the people's step again. Praise you that, Lord God, those who have been overbearing with defeat and discouragement, like my brother over here that has a skip in his step again. A reason to smile again. A reason to laugh again. A reason to rejoice again. A reason to go forward again. Lord, you give us a reason to believe there is a tomorrow. There is a tomorrow. There is another year. There is another future. Lord, we praise you for sealing what you started here tonight. And we think that we bring it home and we sleep and we awaken. You awaken us in the morning to just go deeper into this presence. Think for the mist of your spirit that is just, Lord, Everyone is leaving here, uh, Lord, wet by your spirit, by the oil that's been poured upon them. We praise you, Lord. We shall come back here tomorrow night to receive more. Bless and prosper. Touch and cover each and every one. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise. We'll see you here tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Look for somebody. Give them a hug. Tell them you love them. And we love you. We thank you for being here. God bless you. Amen and amen.